Chapter 1 Marsh was gone again. Janie knew he'd be gone even before she opened her eyes and rolled over. She yawned, checking the clock. Five past seven. Whatever he was up to, he was making damn sure she wouldn't get involved. She hated that. Frowning, she reached out for his presence, feeling around with her new senses. He was out there, just not close to home. He'd been acting really oddly recently. Strange phone calls, long walks for no apparent reason. Marsh could be a real prick sometimes, but his mental absence was driving her insane. He looked constantly tired too, which wasn't surprising considering the time he was getting up each morning to avoid her. Normally with Marsh it was best not to inquire about his daily patterns, but Janie was out of patience. She shifted her weight into the middle of the bed, stretching out. At least she got the full expanse to herself. The extra space didn't quite make up for his absence, but it was a nice little consolation. Closing her lid, she pulled the soft covers up to her chin. He'd wake her up when he got back. Maybe he'd even try to pretend he never left. And morning sex was always fun. She'd just started to drift off when something slammed down hard at the edge of the room. You're being lazy, Jane, an authoritative voice warned. She yelped, jumping up, her heart nearly breaking through her chest. Jesus fucking Christ! She cursed, glaring at the intruder. Trent Duval was a force in his own. Cold, calculating, and dangerous. By all standards, he wasn't the most powerful demon in the world, as he'd once been human well before Janie entered his life, but he wasn't stupid. He made sure the powers he got once upon a time were equivalent to the price. His soul. Most bargain humans were weaker than their full royal demon counterparts, but you'd never hear anyone bring that up to Trent. Tough as nails. His very name was said to make people quiver in fear. Afterburn, as they called him in quiet, deadly circles, was a man not to be fucked with. You didn't create and hold the largest assassin syndicate while racking up kills that any contract killer would be proud of and not garner respect. The younger set was in awe of him, and even in his retirement he was still feared by all. His code of conduct within the organization didn't mean squat to him when it came to a job. He would kill you as soon as he looked at you if you chuckled at him funny. Trent was a legend and always would be, and Janie was honored to have taken over for him. He built up Janie's empire with his bare hands, forging alliances and paving the road for all contract killers. Duval Inc. was thriving, which was the one thing that he had asked of her when he turned over the reins. To Janie, he was even more than his reputation. He was the man who took in a scared little five-year-old who barely knew her own name and taught her how to look after herself. He was the only father figure she'd ever really had and ever really wanted. She'd always looked up to him, despite the fact that he was most likely the reason she had been orphaned in the first place. They never talked about those days. Trent didn't want to talk about them, and when he said no, he meant it. Still, he was her father in all the ways that counted. She knew he didn't really see it that way. He'd needed a partner, not a daughter, but he had raised her, and she looked up to him. Always had. There was a time when she would have done anything to make him proud to at least get a well done from him or even a smile. Growing up, she'd been determined to prove to him that he'd done the right thing by not putting a bullet in her brain. She liked to think that she'd succeeded, but getting him to admit that would be hard. Trent did not discuss feelings. I'm not lazy. It's Saturday, she defended once her heart stopped pounding. It's Sunday, but that's not the point. His steely blue eyes raked over her, making her cringe slightly. She must look a mess, and the room still reeked of last night's sex marathon with Marsh. Groaning, she slumped back on the bed. Well, then what's your problem? I don't get up till ten on the weekends. 
Have you gained a little weight? Excuse me? She sputtered. What was it with the men in her life being obsessed with her looks? She had not put on any pounds, despite Marsh insistently calling her tubby. I scared you. You screamed like a girl. Where is your gun? He asked, moving on. She glared at Trent. Guns? No guns here. Normally Marsh is here and he's safer than a gun. I have a few knives under the mattress. Marsh? He asked, frowning before recognition flickered in his eyes. Ah, yes, Colo mentioned a Marsh. He's your latest boyfriend. Latest? Well, it's a little more permanent than that. We're pretty much stuck with each other. I'm his consort. And that means? He asked, keeping his voice perfectly blank. Well, it means I'm his, you know. Like forever. I don't see a ring on your finger. He crossed his arms, leaning back against the dresser. He was working hard on keeping his tone and posture neutral, and that was never a good sign.